everybody, welcome to On Tap Podcast, aka OTP, and we're sitting here up in northern Michigan at Clam Lake Beer Company. They're located at 106 South Mitchell Street in Cadillac, and this is my first time here. Welcome, uh, man. The drive up here is a little different, <laughs> but we made it all up. Yeah. Um, GP, uh, GPS is going to be deceptive. Yeah, GPS, yeah. The yeah. drive right now with the colors, though, yeah. is yes. beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. We came up last night, so it was pitch black, and it was just covered <laughs> rain. Yeah. Yeah. Water and rain, I'm like, I couldn't do nothing. I'm like, man, I'm going to lose it. But we're sitting here at Clam Lake Beer Company, and it's awesome. When you first walk in, the coffee machine's right there. You get this warm, it's perfect for like fall. That's just fall colors inside. They got a fireplace here. Mm-hmm. It's very intimate. Um, hit us up on Facebook, give us a tweet, Instagram us, let us know how good we're doing and how bad we're doing. And today we're talking to Adam. Is the head brewer or the brewer? Uh, I'm one of two brewers. We one have two, two brewers here, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, we're going to get into Adam's background because he's actually from Grand Rapids area. Yeah. Um, my first question is, with Clem Lake Beer Company, why Clem Lake? Uh, so... Before Clam Lake, we, there wasn't really like a spot in Cadillac here to like to like grab a craft beer. Like we had like you know Ruby Tuesdays or something like that, but we didn't have like a scene like this, you know. And um, the restaurant that was here prior to uh, us being here, the lady who ran it um, decided that she just wanted to be done. And then that's when uh, my father-in-law just he he's always he's got his hand in the community a lot around here. He's a business owner. And, that's nice. It's uh, he just wanted a spot like this in Cadillac, so we uh, we went for it. Yeah, that's you know, I don't know if this is a Michigan thing, but I've noticed like a lot of people kind of don't take that step unless they're very involved. In it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's like something. Like yeah, you have to like you want to you, you have to want to make your community better, and I feel like places like this do that yeah. for communities. It's a place to bring people together with good product, and it's. It's just a place to, to enjoy. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So where did the name Clam Lake come from? So Clam Lake um, actually comes from, uh, we kind of focus on like the history of Cadillac uh, when we like were envisioning this place. Um, right outside the back here is Lake Cadillac now. Lake Cadillac actually used to be called Clam Lake. Oh, okay. History, so I like that. that's fitting, you know. Yeah, the yeah. So we went okay. with uh, we went to Clam Lake Beer Company. Yeah. yeah. Well, the beer here is awesome. I've tasted already three. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get into that later on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't help but say something. Had to say something about that. Um, yeah, we're good. Yeah. So you being the brewer here, what was your your vision of what did you want? As, um, as Clam Lake represents as far as craft beer. Yeah, I I just like. I kind of got, when we started, I just had free reign to do whatever I wanted. So that was like, that was that was exciting for me. And I was like, this is great. So really, I've just brewed the beers that I like and have enjoyed brewing. And I've gotten like great feedback from the community on a lot of them that were, when I came up with recipes, were kind of like, kind of 
different. Uh, the biggest biggest breakout one we had early on when we first opened up is I make a brown ale with cinnamon toast crunch cereal in it. It's oh like our man! Cinnamon toast crunch brown. Yeah. Oh man! And that, oh, so when you were in line when you said you get to yeah, go I get, crazy. I really get to, I really yeah. get to go crazy here. That's so awesome. it's 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 exciting. It's fun for me, and it's it's great for everyone here. I get a lot of positive feedback about. I think today we have a coconut porter that I've yes. been working on that recipe for. Like eight years now. And we do we have that one? We do have that one in our lineup. Yeah. Okay. It yep. is your. This will be. It's the one furthest from your hand over here. Okay. I mean, who am I to say? But if this was on shelves, you know, if, if, if that was bottled, that would. I mean. Yeah, it's. That, I mean, I know that, I'm biased because I, I brew it, but no, it's, that, it's that my, one of my that. favorite beers for like beer. this time of year. Wow. I knew just the way you described it, and then not to say every beer like is a direct correlation to this, but even that perfect, you know, like you said. Yeah, you can have. It's not. It's not too sweet. It's not too overpowering. So you can have a couple of them. Yeah, a lot of like flavored porters or stouts or whatever. Some of them are. You have one and you're like, that's really delicious, but I don't want to drink like a couple of them. You know. So I was kind of shooting for a more sessionable, sessionable. Porter. I think what I'm most impressed with. And I find this a lot with some beers. It's not always the same on the nose as it, as it is when you taste it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's very it consistent. tastes more coconut than it smells. Yes. Yeah. But it's the still aroma some. is not as strong. It's still some. But yeah. you put it at the palate, it's like, man, just, it's right, at, right, at the, right in the front. The front end is coconut, and then it just smooths out. Man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real mellow finish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mad we don't have that cinnamon toast crunch. No. I would have breakfast for that. You know, we, we, uh, we actually we had a Cadillac, our, our town's craft beer festival, uh, a few weeks ago okay. now, but we had it when we put it on tap. It sells out really fast. <laughs> yeah, so it was on tap for maybe like a weekend. And wow, it was gone. gone. Yeah, so That's we sell out of it quick. That's how it should be. Yeah, yeah. So, so the history of have you been with the brewery from the start? I've been. Yeah, I've been. So. We got the restaurant uh, remodeled, redone, um, and got that up and running while we were, like, working on the licensing for, like, the brewing side and going through all the, yeah, all the paperwork, how was, all the how checks was like, was there accepting of the brewery? There, yeah, we, we've had, like, just huge community support. So, like, I, I think a lot of people just wanted a place like this in town, you know, and so we, we had a lot of help, and it was, it was really great with uh, support for that. I gotta say, this was an awesome building. Yeah. I mean, you walk in, it's so open, it's it so comfortable. It's, it's, I mean, TVs, you yeah. can watch a game, but like, I think some, some places, they try to like, we're a brewery, we don't have yeah. TVs, we don't, and, yep. and I respect it, but what I'm saying, you, you try too hard to do one thing, yeah. and then it's just not true to itself. And yeah. I feel like this is very Cadillac. You're gonna have people come in and watch it. Yeah. People come in and drink the beer. You know, it's just all of those definitely like we have TVs on people are watching you know there's always a game on or something that somebody wants to just like look at the score but it's very rare occasions we'll like turn the sound on like probably today for the the game the sound will be on for a while but um, we we want to be a spot that people come in the nostalgia of the place yes. is nice. Yeah. Like the brick side on this side. It definitely has. And you have this roomy homeness. Really, it's just very intimate. It's yeah, we tried to keep like original flooring in. Um, like this was a wall before we peeled it down to the brick to just go with that like you know, that history. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. about to say. So, what is original versus not? Um, a lot of it like. 
we tour a lot out okay. um, to open up like the whole space yeah. back here and as much as we could um, added on to the kitchen and fireplace was a, an addition as well. So. But the floor is the original floor, floor? There was a different floor laid over the top of it, okay. and we like peeled that up, yeah. and then we were going to like re-floor it, but we were like, no, I'll just keep this, like, yeah. no, it's keep awesome. this, it's like, awesome. yeah. yeah. It goes with the city of Cali. <laughs> it does. I, I, yeah. I had a friend that lived up there. Okay. And so it's very, like I said, it has this oldness to it. It's not... I want to say like a downtown glamorous yeah, it's, lights it's and glitter more, like, has warmness to it. Especially the strip of the street we're on, it's like kind of more of like the historic downtown. Uh-huh. The buildings are are kind of kept like old looking and, and nice, so it's a good it's a good mix. So you say you've been brewing for like eight years, ten years now? Uh, I started brewing at home, like I think most yeah. most brewers do. Uh, and I think I started like nine years ago doing that. Um, We've been brewing here now for five years, I believe. So, yeah, I think it's been five now. I gotta ask, what was the dynamic between um, your wife mm-hmm. in terms of like when you brew, like, were you already familiar that your father-in-law was like embarking on his venture or was that yeah. after the fact? It happened like, like after the fact okay. quite a bit, yeah. But hey, you brew. Hey, you're like, you're but he, he's always been a big fan of like sure. every yeah. the beers I was making. He's like, what do you got new? You, know, you had a shoe in. At, yeah. So, okay, okay. So you had yeah, to Actually, when, when he got he was talking about getting a place and he was like, well, I want to put brewery in the basement of it and I was like ah you know okay that's that's funny and he's like no he's like I'm serious and I want you I want we want to do like your beers we want to get it going with your stuff and I was like alright this is serious like here we go I take it some people have a hard time mustering up the courage you're already in the family yeah I'm saying (laughs) to ask for someone's hand in marriage I take it you brought your latest batch you know what I'm saying? Somewhere between the yeah. seven, the right yeah. side, and yeah. the ABV. Yeah. You know, just sat down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it, and he was probably like, of course, you know, now that we got this out of the way, let's yeah. just. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I just thought that was funny because, you know, that's a, that's interesting. It's intriguing. Yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was, it was, at that point, I was like, this isn't really happening. You know, like, <laughs> dreams don't come true like this. Yeah. But, oh, that's yeah, nice. That's it was, nice. It was great. And it's been, it's been a, a fun ride ever since. Well, I mean, you certainly deliver, man. I mean, you have a quality. Yeah, we. Quality, we I mean, like every every brewery, you know, some of them are, some of them really really hit the mark, and you're super proud of them. And other ones, you need to work on them, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah. So, but yeah. So what would you like, um, craft beer enthusiasts to know about Clam Lake? Um, our, our listeners to know about Clam Lake. Yeah, they definitely that we're we're here in Cadillac. Yeah, like, yeah, stop in, so. you know. There's uh, we have another brewery that just went in across the road. Um, so we have like we're a two-stop place now uh, in between Traverse City um, and you know downstate. Mm-hmm. So just stop in, have lunch. We have just an unbelievable food menu. The, chef, the chefs and cooks here, are, like. I, I always say the second to none because when I come up here, I always make sure I eat before I go back home. <laughs> this is not a place you want to check out based off of a recommendation. It's a place that you want to go out of your way for. I'm yeah. already feeling that. Yeah. Yeah. And I promise you, I wasn't eating any food before the podcast yeah. or anything. I yeah. just get that. I mean, like, you really get that feel. Yeah. I mean, I see Lisa in there. She had the Fleetwood Mac going. You yeah, were just yeah. overwhelmed <laughs> by the smell of coffee. I mean, I don't know what it was, but yeah. it's, yeah. it's awesome. 
employees like working here. It's yeah, a fun absolutely. environment, yeah. and yeah, we we so, sing and dance when we're getting ready before, <laughs> before the crowds come in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what what events are happening in Clam Lake Bird? Um, we are limited by space, so uh, that's like one of the things that we wish we could do more. Um, but we've done, we've had like. Occasionally we'll have like um, you know, somebody with a guitar set up you know, here in the corner. There you go. Yep. And uh, we have um, some space up above this that we do like um, we do some catering events upstairs. Um, okay. We do we do, do like really fun things every once in a while. We call them like brewers dinners, and um, oh, our yeah. chef will like design like a five course meal around like um, five of our beers, and we'll, we'll uh, it's a dinner with like twelve people. The head chef and myself. So the okay, chef will, yeah, talk about his preparation for that course, and then I'll like give a story behind like. Oh, yeah, that's that girl that that's that that we'll factor in a fryer in the budget so they can have something to consume. When you got the chef preparing meals like that, yeah. that's you, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. You, yeah, yeah, that's a meal. You know, that's not yeah. Yeah, so we do that occasionally. Um, in the past, we've like auctioned them off the brewery dinners oh, nice. for like yeah, charity cool. events that's in town awesome. and. Um, and now it's they're becoming like popular <laughs> items to bid on. So uh, we've, we've done a few more of them now. And it's, it's just a fun thing for us to do. So we know your beers are, are really excellent. So I know you have other beers here. Now was that part of the yeah we the plan? We we were kind of deciding on how how we want this place to like operate mm -hmm. and. Um, we are severely limited by space in this uh, building, so we knew we weren't going to be able to brew the volume we would need to like to fill the thirsty mouths. You know, <laughs> you know so, we do. <laughs> so we decided that uh, we would carry like uh, Michigan, a lot of Michigan beers, uh, okay. uh, with it to support everyone in the in the same industry. So. But you know what? I think that's underground. You know, it says a lot about a place where you can just, whether it's Michigan, whether it's somewhere else yep. in the country, when you bring these beers that people may not know of that you think are just excellent, mm -hmm. and you're sharing that love for craft beer, yeah. and it's, you know, purest essence. It's not like it, this is just our stuff. Yeah. We want you to know we, us. We're, we're really good about, like, um, Bar manager's great about it. Like, we'll have um, our coconut porter in, and then we'll have like somebody else's coconut stout, yeah, so that people can like, I want to try both these side by side, and then people can get like a, a you know, a, a more of a perspective on like, what they like better. And we have a, a good knowledgeable bar staff too, that really good at recommending beers for individuals. Well, that's the, and I am newer to drinking beer. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say. Started dating Marcus about me my first craft beer and beer. So, um, but it's really hard when it, like I go somewhere and I'm like I don't know because I'm yeah. not that aware. And I mean, although I have tried a lot now, it's still sometimes it can be daunting. Yeah. Yeah. So we, it's really nice when you have that yeah. staff on the other side that's like try this, this, and this. this. If you yeah. don't like this, you'll love this. Yeah. We definitely. So, have. Yeah. That's like one of the things that is kind of like daunting is there's 40 different beers and we have like can and bottle lists as well, you know, so it's, that's a lot to look at and if you're new at it, I always tell people when they come in and you can see them kind of like looking at the menu like, ah, 
don't know what to do. Yeah. It's like, don't, yeah. You just like I just tell them like, don't be afraid to ask. Like, yeah. Yeah. we'll help you find what you want, and you'll enjoy it. That's the funny thing about uh, just going to someone like Hotcat or something like that. And you look at it for like five minutes, and yeah. it's like, you know what you want? And I'm like, I'm still going through the categories. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read all of them yet. Yeah. yeah. It's, but no, that's awesome. So we asked all the brewers this question. Mm -hmm. I went to your house. What's behind the milk? What's behind the Kool-Aid? Mm. What's behind the orange juice? What are you drinking? Uh, I, so... Crazy. I, I definitely, yeah. No, I definitely <laughs> like. I'll, usually, I bring back like a little howler or something from okay. up here, and okay. I, I actually like. I don't carry beer at home that often because when I come up here, if there's something new on tap, I try it. Yeah, and I just like so I get all my like sampling done here with a rotating 40 taps. You know, I get I get to try it all. Yeah. yeah. So you don't do no more, no domestic. No, you're just all in crap. I, I'm That's pretty much my all in man. crap. Yeah. See, yeah. I like that. Even I, over here, what is, man? Put your black. PBR still. No, I'm not. I'm strictly cores. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's just my, you know, that's out of respect, you know, for, oh, man. The, I mean, the Gary family. Yeah. I like the cores. Oh, I, I definitely it. like. I know enough people now, enough brewers, and so when I go to the store, like, I know the guy that, like, you know, brewed this, and I'm like, oh, I want to see, you know, I want to see what they came up with now, and so I'll pick them up and, and do that, so it's fun to, like, it's fun to know the people that are making the product, the product, yes, it is. yeah, and that's been, like, that's, that's been, like, my favorite, like, at the point I am now, that's, like, one of my favorite things about it, is that I know a lot of the guys who are making a lot of the beer I'm drinking now, so that's really fun. So, speaking of, is there a beer you have on tap right now that you would consider just, like, an honorable mention in terms of something that, something you put on that, like, you're pretty fond of, or, um, I guess, like, really liking? Yeah, I definitely, like... So, a good one, uh, the black IPA we have here. Okay. Um, it's called Pan Shadow. Uh-huh. It's like 7.1%. Um, this beer started out as like a dark ale. And um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I think it was just called Shadow Ale initially. And then it kind of like progressed over like the course of like three different batches into like this like black IPA. And like that's, it's, and the fun part is the people who like this style, like the dark, like hoppy ale style, like this beer is like, has been created because of their input. And like a handful of like 12 or 15 people here that just love this style. And they were like, yeah, man, you know, you were on the right track with this. Like, try this a little different. So this is like, been the, like the, one of the first beers that I like developed with the help of the people who are drinking it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's been like in that, yeah and like the last and it's been we've been brewing it the same now for like over a year and a half and it's really fun to see all those people that were involved sure. in the process to be like yeah it's, you got it man it's right on so yeah. well that's interesting it may be a coincidence but the first podcast we ever did was at ground the bottom okay in Michigan yeah. got a lot. their signature was a bucket when i did like i did uh-huh yeah. and it was very similar in terms of that kind of black that progression of an ale to an IPA 
around that 7% ABV. Yep. And that was my first time being, you know, exposed to that time. Yeah. So it's really good, you know, and I mean, obviously it's common, but like, I feel a lot of people run with things, you know, the craze of the New England IPA and yep. stuff like that. But like, when you have the black IPAs and stuff like that, they're very well executed. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. Style that's it, it didn't like run away like yep. New England style. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But it's still a style that a lot of brewers have like worked really hard to like perfect their own like black IPAs and it's it's uh it's a little more challenging to try and like bring that hot character out with like the the malt and the roast level, so it's I'm I, not yeah, I'm not a I generally don't like darker ones. Yeah. But both of these, I mean I'm assuming they're both dark. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to assume yeah, okay. it's not the lighting. I'm fine with it. But they're like really good and smooth. Yeah. The coconut one. Yeah, I, my coconut is almost gone. So yeah, you know yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's no, really I'm good. And I can speak on Sandra's behalf. She doesn't care for dark beers or IPAs, and she's I drinking mean, a fuse of both. So yeah. that tells yeah. you something. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. yeah. Watch the other one. Come on down <laughs> the Clam Lake Beer Cup. Mm-hmm. It's awesome here. Yeah. And you're driving up to Traverse City, stop by. Right off the freeway, you mm-hmm. can't miss it. Yeah. It's right downtown. It's, it's really lovely. It's just, I can't say enough. It's just warm. It has a warm, intimate feeling to it. Yeah. Like two minutes off the highway. Yeah. And then located at 106 South Mitchell Street. If you are, it's like a, it's like it's, it's just quaint. It's kind of quaint. Yeah. I mean, if you're anywhere in this area, this is just a place you want to check out in general. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. I mean, I told a coworker of mine, I was like, yeah, we have a few podcasts this weekend. And I was like, yeah, we're doing one in Clam Lake. She's like, Clam Lake, it must be Clam Lake. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm like, okay, wow. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's one thing to say I had high expectations, but it was just, wasn't even, it, it like wasn't even as much of that. It was, I knew it would be something I enjoyed. And that yeah. like presence was stuff. Yeah. Immediately. Yep. So, like, so we, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your effort. The beer is awesome. We appreciate your beer. <laughs> yeah. All right. The beer is awesome. We're, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. We appreciate it. down to Arc Light Brewing Company, located at 544 Main Street, in the city of Water Relief, Southwest Michigan, where the sour is power. Welcome back, everyone. We're sitting here at Clam Lake Brewing Company. It is awesome. The beer is flowing. The conversation is awesome. Um, they're located still at 106 South Mitchell Street in Cadillac. Adam's still with us. Um, we went downstairs, took our pictures, gave us a Facebook, gave us a tweet, gave us up on Instagram. That's how good we're doing, how bad we're doing. And the topic we're going to talk about for a little bit t- today is has the craft food industry in Michigan as a whole kind of gone Hollywood, so to speak? Have they got so, have they, have they lost their, their touch with the enthusiasts, which is what I am, Marcus and Sandra? Has it, has it gone too much? And Adam. I'd say Adam is oh, yeah. I'm also yeah. Adam's such a veteran. You know, I mean, when I started drinking craft beer, I love to go and see the owner right there, and see the brewer. Back. Come out and say, hey, you like this beer? And now at some places, it seems like I'm just I'm going in, I'm coming out. 
Yeah. And the beers everywhere in the stores. It's almost got it's corporate. And, I, and I, what I loved about the craft beer industry was that it was intimate. I knew my brewer. I knew the owner. Now it seems like everybody's getting brought up. It's because such a business now. And don't get me wrong. I know people are supposed to make money in business, but has it, has it lost that intimacy? Well, what do you think? I'm going to ask Marcus first before I get to Adam. I know he has good, good answers. I think, I mean, well, you referred to Michigan. I think, with that being said, there are certain places that are no, noteworthy in terms of, you know, you go there, you have a high appreciation for the company, the beer, you know, the products they made, but it definitely gets a, you know, stark contrast between one of those places going into one of those more communal, very much for the communities. And it's not to say they're not for that anymore, but once you get into more of the business aspect in terms of conglomerates, other people investing, but buying the company that has no choice but to be the prime of the Yeah, and you, I feel like money becomes more of a, of a driving force. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Is that the push? Is that where we're heading? That it'll be like satellite, satellite breweries here, one in this city, one in that city, well, and then it gets like McDonald's and Burger King, like, yeah. you know, where's my little... My I little think we reach saturation before we reach every place kind of booming, you know, because there's McDonald's, Burger King, and then you have uh, Arby's or something, you know. It's, it's still good food. So does it, change, food. does it change how you look at the beer? If it's still going to put out good beer, I'm still going to go. I think places nowadays, especially in Michigan, because that's, to me, that's a source of craft beer and everything else. You do it for a place to hang out with the people in your community. It's always been a dream of yours to have a passion for it. Uh -huh. And it's not to say you shouldn't, but, you know, just based on economics, people aren't making breweries in terms of, like, this is going to be that thing that gets that yeah. this takes yeah. off. You know, you're doing it for a people purpose. And I think we have that because craft beer, wherever you go, you know, is very, very much alive. Yeah. So, I mean, you can speak on that better. I definitely think... I think we've reached a point now where there will be ones who are, they still make great product, and that product should be out there, and that's why they're successful. But you also have smaller breweries that are content with just being, like, for the atmosphere, for, like, the community. It's just a hangout spot. They're involved in the community. You know, they're doing a lot. Not to say that the big, the big brewers aren't either, but it's more about the atmosphere. Like, especially our place for instance you know like I mean we've thought about expanding but we're just gonna stick with what we what we have here and it's, it's nice like you said I can sit down at the bar and have a beer next to a stranger and ask him how how do you like this you know how do you like this coconut porter you're drinking or the harvest ale he'll like, say it's awesome yeah and then they'll, they'll be like you know I didn't really like this and I'll be like oh okay yeah maybe try this one and you know and they find out I'm the brewer, and they're like, "Oh, oh no, like, yeah, I didn't, right? I didn't like your beer." And I'm like, "No, that's okay. You don't have to. Like, that's the beauty of it, you know." But I think that type of intimacy is so, it's so different, you know. It's just the genuine offense. You know, it is. And and like wanting to just do it because you enjoy yeah, it, absolutely. and you want others to also enjoy it. Well, on the flip side, if you go to a place 
you sit there. What's the location? Is that in the heart of downtown? Mm-hmm. Is it a larger venue? Factor those things in. You may be sitting next to somebody who's there for the first time and they're meeting there for a business. Yeah. It seems like a nice date night out. So you don't have that same kind of genuine curiosity in terms of what's this because the brewer's not going to be readily available. Yeah, you okay. know, yeah. you know the restaurant manager might have. Might you know have what I mean? yeah. Owners. So, and, yeah, like our, it's different now. There's, there's places that it's work and people who are done with work they, they go home but like there's a lot of other breweries that like this is it's not just work it's this is like your heart and soul you know like Dan the owner of my father-in-law we saw him peek his head in and chime in a few comments you know and he's here all the time he's this place is like he loves this place because of what it is for like the community for his family yeah it's family it's family, yeah. it's family. son-in-law working yeah. here yeah it's family is that yeah. the one who dropped the stuff off here uh, no that was uh, he's our like kind of general manager oh, okay. uh, I've seen you at the Michigan police on I, was I gave him a hug and stood up and gave him oh, a hug yeah, yeah. to the guy that, yeah that's the you know, things definitely no you definitely can like you will you'll have it's a sacrifice at the end of the day because if if your facility triples in size and you have triple the amount of people coming in you don't have the energy to have that connection with like with your crowd anymore like like here it's easy we're not huge I can talk to a lot of people while I'm here and and you get the feedback. And I get it's the feedback. Yeah. Yep. So it start. But it still starts with the bit, right? It starts with the bit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If this is still good, you gonna see it all the time. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll be small again. Yeah. You go back to the garage. I'll be back to the garage. What's up, hey, you got that? You got the uh, bath ready for me? Bring it in. You know. So I guess I'm the old guy in the crew, so I'm a very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. So I really love to sit down and talk, the conversation at the bar. Yeah. When I go to like a Ruby Tuesday, it's a Ruby Tuesday. Yeah, you can get a good crap beer there, but just, uh, you don't get any story no, or anything yeah. behind it. And that's like, that's why I'm still brewing. Like, you know, I, I make the drive up here. It's, it's a drive, but I like that the contact with like people who are enjoying my product, and I get to like, I get to see people enjoy it, and I get, to, I get to keep doing it. So it's, it's great for me. To it's not a bad thing. A I, I don't want to say when I say Hollywood, like it's a, a bad connotation on it. Yeah, it's it necessary. Just, it just gets big. And when I think of craft beer, I think small. I think microbrewery. Yeah. So a microbrewery being big is kind of an oxymoron to me sometimes. That's all I can't have a microbrewery that's all over the world because it's not a microbrewery. Yeah. It, 
But good product is good product. Good pro- I was going to say, at the end of the day, we are in, like, a golden age of, like, variety and beer yeah. options. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember in college, like... We're telling you stuff now. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> choices are, like, Sam Adams, you know, yeah, Sierra yeah. Nevada. It was hard to... Like, there wasn't a lot, you know? And now it's, like... I can go anywhere at any restaurant almost and like I can get a craft beer from somewhere that's Where'd like, you go? probably local. Uh, I went to Ferris State. Ferris State? Yep. Okay, go for a dogs. Yeah. Very good too. Well, you can see today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think something that's important to note is it's not knocking, you know, the places who have crossed that threshold because I feel like that has made it possible yeah, with the exactly. trickle effect of every other place. Yeah, Those were the places in the early 90s to do it like that crazy what are you doing? What is here? I want nothing to do with you. You're going bankrupt, yeah. doing, you got your house on, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. And those are the people who held on for a deeper person, yeah. purpose and what they believe in. It's not like you're scratching the lotto ticket, hoping yeah. to hit. You're doing something you love, and in yeah. turn, that, you know, um, yeah. turning a profit. And they're, I think that's they're reaping what, the rewards now for the for the, the hardship and exactly. the effort they put in early on. Yeah. And that's more power to you. But in the, by the same token, you leave that category of the intimacy of that standard glory in terms yeah. of that presence felt. And that's natural. It's not a bad thing. No, yeah. But you can't still be in that category. Yeah. You can't walk into New Holland and still have that feeling. You yeah. can't walk into Ferris. Uh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> you can't walk into yeah. Founders and still have that feeling. Yeah. So Even uh, places like Shorts, you sure. know, like it's part of the like, appeal to like, the smaller brewery to me anyways is that it feels like like, like the town, like the home crowd, like yeah. a, like community. Like a community. Yeah, it's this is like one of my. I've only been there a handful of times, but every time I've been there, it's been like amazing. Like Lake Ann Brewery up in, like that place is it's, it's, it's awesome. You know? It's in a super small town. They have like music out back, and it's like a community hangout spot. And that's, I mean, I go to Founders too, but we walk into Founders, and I don't know anybody there, you know, and. And I don't know if anybody else knows anybody else either, but you walk into like, you know, Lake Ann or out here. And, hey, Johnny. Yeah. You, yeah. you see your mailman, you know, your mailman's down the road. And what, um, I think that's important to know because I feel like a lot of people, I mean, at the end of the day, you're appreciative for all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like there. I mean, there is a difference. Yeah, there is a difference. And I mean, even I, if I was a brewer and I'm passionate about craft beer culture, I mean, you have to make a decision. I really like the point you made because I think it's very important to know that you're reaping the benefit of what you do. Yeah. If you're seeing a vision of something you believe in and not that you can see, and you stick with it, you invest your time, your energy, and everything you have into it, you know, you deserve to have that. You know, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. brand match. And that's not to say the big people can't do that either. I mean, no. I know I've, I just went to Harvest Party at Founders, you know, and I, I, all their brewers are out in the crowd drinking with everyone oh, yeah, else, yeah, too, yeah, so they yeah. still get to do it, yeah. but, you know, yeah, and it might be a little harder, and, and yeah. some, some of them are celebrity status brewers, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. Yeah. that's you? Yeah, yeah. Get, certified oh, on Twitter, yeah, like, that's Jeremy, like, yeah, like, these are his beers, yeah, we're drinking them, you know. <laughs> well, we, that's a good segue, we're going to rate this coconut stuff. 
Graveyard Palm. And Graveyard Palm. This, so mine's almost gone. That's how good it is. I'm telling you right now. I gotta go slow. Because we, okay. we, we had a night last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, what, wait, Sandra, I'm, I'm curious. So, just going back to our previous topic. So, not only being someone new to craft beer, but you've been at a nice balance of places that are very in the heart of each city. Yeah. You feel that communal aspect, but you've been to some of the bigger places. What is your just personal take on all of that? I guess someone new to craft beer, but just kind of, I just really get familiar with it. Yeah, the so, uh, I'm going to kind of answer your question, but then combine a couple yeah, of different yeah, elements. Um, so, being new, walking into Founders for the first time. Yeah. We, that was one of the first ones that yeah. we went like to together. Yeah. Um, it was overwhelming. You know, there's a lot of people, a lot of things going on. So it was like, I felt almost intimidated because although I'm, you know, new to beer, want to try it, it was a very different environment. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much going on. Um, but once we got there, tried a couple things, found something I liked, it was good, right? Uh, walking into this environment, it's very different. Um, kind of going back to what I said earlier, it's really nice to be able to have a conversation with a bartender or a brewer and say, you don't like this? Let's try this. If you like this, you'll love this. And have them be after it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Did that answer your question? No, no, definitely. And I think it's, it's something we don't think about. But it's a good point. Like, if you're getting into, if you're entering the world of craft beer, like, don't start out at a big place. Go to a place that, like, that where you can sit down, like, with somebody who who makes the product or who yeah. knows it intimately, and they can help point you in like the direction that like that you like. Yeah. And if you're not a beer person, right? There's, there's an espresso machine up front. Like, I'm, you know, the things that. Well, I have a, I'm sorry. I have an espresso issue. So, yeah. um, I mean, if, if I didn't want a beer, I'd have an espresso. Yeah. It'd be good. Hey, I mean, just as happy. Maybe, and then uh, the food menu too. I mean, yeah. So I think there's. There's definitely pros and cons to both, um, but at the end of the day, being newer, it's for me personally, I've enjoyed being in the more communal, focused, smaller, yeah. like person to person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do have to point this out because it's kind of on topic and it's slightly fitting. Um, it's more ironic, but so Sandra and I, first time we went on the date was for brunch, uh, and then you know she's in Kalamazoo Western, and so I'm thinking, me, I'm like, okay, I want to set up something, make it as easy as possible. What's the best place we can go to? So I text her, you know, and I'm more of a kind of just lackadaisical guy, but I thought I would just yeah, and I'm very type A, be more authoritative, and I was like, hey. Let's do dinner tonight. Bells. Don't think about it. I'm like, what? don't think twice about it. And then it, it works. So I'm thinking, okay, pressure's on. We're doing it. You know, Bells, a premier place. It's a craft beer staple. You know, country, I mean, countrywide, but, you know, especially in Michigan. Yeah. We get there, and I'm going to order something. And then she looks at me. And then she goes, I don't know what I would like. And I was like, oh, okay, try this. You know, she got something. So we sit down, face to face, I'm looking at it. 
She goes, I've never had a dark beer before. <laughs> and I'm thinking in my head, my bad influence that I do. You know, I'm thinking and then you're like, pressure. I just brought her to like, yeah, you know, one of the biggest breweries yeah, in Michigan. Exactly. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of that expectancy. What are you expecting when you go out somewhere in terms of I want to go to a place that can fit a lot of people. I like craft beer, we'll grab one. It might be a dirty bastard or advanced, mm-hmm. but it's all relative to just being a spacious, the environment and everything. Yeah. But I need to go to this room because they have that coconut water out there. They have that more communal, easy going to get. Yeah. And I think it's something we process without even thinking about knowing we're doing it. But it's really something that's unique to Michigan because it is the root of this craft beer culture as we know it. Not yeah. to say it's better, you know, than any other place, but I mean, when you drive to Grand Rapids, there's a sign that says "Welcome to Beer City, USA." Yeah. it's very much a lot. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy how, like, in it when you look about like environment theory, right? Environment shape behaviors. Yeah. So yeah, we can deep now. Yeah, don't get Sorry. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No, no, great. Thank you. Good night. I'll agree with this because I'll agree with Tola 100% because the brewery scene started out and it's the people who care about the product they make and they're looking to always improve it and that's really driven like the, the buy local like push in Michigan I feel like I feel like that has also like really cropped up on like they support each other like buy local and the craft beer industry like drink local buy local like everybody is more conscientious about, I want my money spent in the community yeah. that yeah. it's going to be used in. You know, I want I want to buy a product from my neighbor, yeah. so I can help pay his bills. You know, I'd rather have my money go here than elsewhere. And I think that more people are conscientious about that now because there's industries who are driving it. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I was following you. I was following you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes can go too deep. No, no, that's all right. That's what craft is all about. It's about the conversation. Yeah. It's about the relationship. And my relationship with this coconut porter. <laughs> is it? And this is the amber. That was our harvest sale. Harvest sale. I and really liked this. It's this made was, with um, almost uh, 100% Michigan copper hops, which is like a, a newer variety. Okay. It's come out. Uh, it's, yeah, it's the, one of my favorite. Hops is something new to me too. So. Yeah. It's yeah. It's almost. It's almost entirely wet hop, so it's like got that like sweeter, happy flavor to it. It is sweet on the end. Yeah. I love it. I mean, these are all too good. I don't know which one I want to truly wait. They were all good. Yeah. I'm tempted to say three. <laughs> I got to go. I'm there right now. Coconut's a 10. I'm leaving here with a grout. All right. You start with some. What did Dean say? You have to explain yourself. You have to explain yourself. You have to explain yourself. You can't give it 10 and just be, you know, rotten tomatoes can't give it 96% on the movie and not have an explanation, you know. It's a similar feel. Well, the balance. It's just so balanced. On the nose, it doesn't say coconut off the bat. But once you have it in your palate and, and roll it around, it's just so smooth. And the coconut just, it just kind of bursts open like sunshine. Like you like flavor one? Can I steal that like yeah, excerpt for our description of the coconut water? There you go. Yeah, let's go. We might need to make one. It'll be on your label. It'll be a beautiful design and it's mass distributed. Just sunshine in someone's mouth. Uh-huh. Just have Ivan's face on there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's got to be open so that sounds yeah. good. <laughs> it's awesome. It is very, very sweet. I would do say it's, it's a growler. Yeah, it's, I'm rating this a growler. Yeah, that's what it should be. Adam, go ahead. You know, you got to rate it too. Man. I mean, I, I know I, you're. I, 
know you're biased. I know, yeah, I'm definitely biased. I started this recipe probably like eight years ago, and I had like screwed it eight years ago, did it a couple times, walked away from it for a while, and then like when I started here, I was like, it's time to bring it back. So this is like this is a labor of love for me on the coconut border. Well, I put a love. Yeah. It's it's one of my, especially in the fall, it's like my favorite beer to drink. Yeah. It's definitely a 10 in my book. I'm obviously biased. So. Yeah. No, it is. It is good. What about you, Sandra? All right, Sandra. for her. I will reiterate, she doesn't like dark beer, she's not a fan of I don't, IPA, I know, at all. But, I do love coconut. Yeah, I coconut's love, and it's hit or miss. Some people love it, and some people like, yeah, yeah. Shit, no, ew. Um, and it's not an overpowering coconut, but it, you taste it. It's a fresh, crisp coconut. Yeah, and it's very, very smooth. So, yeah, this is just a nine for me. Yeah. I'd eat probably have like this and then like a whole bunch of dark chocolate almond <laughs> right next to me. Okay, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. <laughs> She done hopped over that one. You can drop a few in there. Yeah. <laughs> she had an autumn beer the other day and put some uh, pumpkin candy pours in there. She was really getting creative. All right. <laughs> I had a hard day at work. Leave me alone. <laughs> Treat yourself. Yeah. All right. What do you think, Marcus? You know what? Um, the best way to describe this is I say this. There are certain veggies and stuff that you don't like, but if you put that with a certain recipe, it's perfect. You know what's complete. Okay. And I think the same could be said about coconut in terms of even if you don't like it, you have to go it. Yeah. When you can perfect the balance in terms of beer, it's excellent. Like I said it earlier and I and I I, I really wanna emphasize this. And a lot of the times when I have beer, okay, and if you, you know, everybody on Beer Advocate, if, you know, if you better differ, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just speaking for <laughs> you. A lot of times the smell, what's on the nose, is different from the actual taste. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, what's actually in the ingredients, you know, and just what you, you know, smell. So, the same crisp and light coconut you get on the nose, it's right there in the taste. Yeah. And it's perfect. Same it's nose perfect. nose matches the flavor. And it's great. I mean, I'm just going to try a little bit. It's gone. I'm so happy you, I don't know how you managed to have this. Yeah, you see mine is a mess. We had yeah. a hard night last night. I'm trying to <laughs> Everything about that coconut is right where it should. And that's great. I mean, I think it's just another testament to the craft. Truly, the craft aspect. Yeah. You gotta say that because you're sitting right here in front of me. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. even if you were, I mean, this is excellent. I mean, you told me you were like, we got a coconut porter. I said, hold on. You did do that. You did rub the hands. Like, what's yeah. the ABV? Yeah. Yeah. That is actually the first thing. What's that? Because think about it. If that would have been a nine or a ten percent. It may not drink like a nine or a ten, but you're not going to have that balance yeah, amongst it. Because we we actually it just ran out, but we made a Samoa stout. I'm sure it did run out. Based on a, <laughs> no, it yeah, it's, it's based off the same recipe as coconut porter, but we added caramel and chocolate on top of it. Oh, and, and that one is an imperial at like ten oh, percent. Yeah, it's really good. It, but you ever been right, to so We got the cat. The, it was cinnamon toast crunch, and then that one. Cinnamon toast crunch brown. Uh, we do a blue moon ice cream stout. Nice. Uh, 